Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show, our weekly book club style podcast here at the Whatnots. We cover all sorts of of different genres and mediums, so there is bound to be something for everyone. Uh, you guys can start at any number you like, but this week we are talking about The Vision by Tom King and Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Uh, this is one of my personal favorites. My favorite comics. Uh, But if you are just getting done with WandaVision, I think this is a good companion piece uh, to Mm -hmm. go along with that. Uh, But yeah, we'll we'll get to it in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello. Melissa, how's it going? It's good. I'm very tired. Ooh, were you up late? (laughs) Uh, I was up a little late yesterday. I got a new couch recently. I had the couch mm-hmm. delivered piece by piece in the mail. I assembled it up here so I didn't have to bring an entire couch to my third floor apartment. But then I didn't immediately have a way to get rid of my old couch by the time the new oh, couch arrived. Okay. So yesterday yeah. was the day I finally had my parents come by with their truck. <laughs> and when them and my roommate helped me haul this couch down all these stairs. And uh, it was physically exhausting and I'm still very sore. I yeah, I know the feeling I my first apartment when I lived uh, when I first moved to Richmond was on the 18th floor of of the building. And usually it was fine because we had elevators. But one time we had a fire drill. Uh, and well, I guess it really wasn't a drill. I don't really remember, but it was the thing where like, hey, in case of fire, don't use the elevator. <laughs> so we had to walk down all 18 steps and we were outside for like 20 minutes ish. And then they sent us back in. But again, it's like, well, I have to go up 18 flights of stairs oh, now. <laughs> the elevators weren't my- back in order by then? Well, it, it was it was it was still like the whole building was emptied out. So it was either oh. you wait like half an hour to oh, get yeah. the elevator or you just go up 18 flights of stairs. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, that, that, that was a workout for sure. Wow. Steps are no fun. No fun. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. My weekend has been pretty good. Um, got a a lot done, it feels like. Um, just between podcast stuff and Mm -hmm. work stuff. Yeah, just just a a, a good productive weekend. Nice. So I am feeling good. Go. But let's dive into the vision. Mm -hmm. Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Um, or I guess before I mentioned that, uh, I should say we also just did our reactions to WandaVision mm-hmm. on one of our uh, other podcasts. Uh, so if, if, you, if you guys want to hear us t- talk about WandaVision and our reactions and thoughts on the finale and all of that stuff, that is up on the Reactor Core, uh, which you guys can find on our website, thewhatnots.com. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, mm-hmm. what did you think of the vision? 
I was very impressed. I can understand why this has been such a, a talked about comic of the last several years. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting read for mm-hmm. sure. I, I, I like to describe it as what if Breaking Bad, but the vision where like <laughs> a- something goes wrong and they just keep digging themselves deeper and deeper and deeper into this hole. And they're just like, what do we do? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading the back matter, the interviews with the writer. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he he described it as Breaking Bad meets the vision. That's not a Kyle original. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not it's to blow up your spot pitch. here yeah. in public. But I was trying to wrap my head around it because I've I've seen the pilot of Breaking Bad and that's it. I barely know anything about that show. Uh, I know there's fried chicken. Uh, there's an episode where he fights a bug. That's <laughs> yeah. about it. There's a pizza on the roof somehow. Right. Pizza uh, on the roof. That's really important. As far as I know, it's five seasons of pizza on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's at its core breaking bad, 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 bad is this thing where it's like they start down this path. That's like, oh, you made a bad decision. Uh, mm. Let's see how this plays out. And and, and 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 then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's mm. just like, oh, no, what is happening? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I enjoy this book a lot. I read it this time all in one sitting. It was just Ooh. it's just so g- good. I'm like, I can't yeah. stop. I have to read it all. <laughs> um, but there. So, 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 yeah, you en- enjoyed it then. Yes. Good, good. I am glad. Um, let's see. I, I, I guess you're you you haven't really read much stuff that has had these characters in it before, have you? No, I don't no, think we've I done haven't. too much Marvel stuff here on the podcast yet. I don't think we've really touched on Avengers. Like we've read some Fantastic Four, which did pay off. Uh, there's a little Fantastic right. Four yep. nod in this that I was able to catch. Uh, we've read some Spider-Man. Ah, you don't know what other Marvel stuff we've read. Yeah, I don't. This is probably my first time reading many of these Avengers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Was 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 this uh, like when when I pitched this to you last week or if, if you have heard you've heard me on this podcast be like the vision. It's <laughs> such a times. great book. Go read it. One of my favorites. Uh, like what what were you expecting this book to be? I knew the premise that cover art is dude, very memorable. Him and mm-hmm. his little robot family, they all look the same. And it's like this cute family photo pose where like they would be standing in front of the door to their new house. But because they're synthesoids, like they're standing inside and yeah. phasing their torsos out of the door. Yeah, I knew it was vision creates a family tries to live normal suburban life things go wrong uh but i did not know what things go wrong i've learned more over the last couple weeks watching breakdown videos of wandavision referencing various things in the vision that Mm -hmm. could have influenced the show that might show up are we gonna get a wanda gore ever bloom who knows so i've learned more over the last couple weeks but before that yeah i did not know what went wrong uh, what the extent of the damage was, what the tone of the book was. It's uh, this is a horror book, kind of. <laughs> it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. When it it has a narration running throughout it and it's various characters narration and you don't always know who is providing us with these bubbles. 
until like the end of the story. Like, oh, that person's been narrating it to us. So mm-hmm. you're left in the dark a lot of the time. And it does have a very ominous feeling, particularly, you know, the book starts. These neighbors are coming over to greet the visions. They've just moved in. And it's this omnipotent voice talking about you, George you and Nora. Cookies? <laughs> they don't eat. Well, what's the sentiment of the thing? You're supposed to bring them cookies. It's yeah. talking about George and Nora and like their, their impressions of the visions. And at one point it says, later on, one of the vision children will burn down George and Nora's house. And in their final moments, George will think of his wife and how lucky he was to have her. And Nora will think about the, the floating water vase of Zella and why it was, why empty. It was empty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, so eerie. And it reminded me a lot of way back when we read The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That had a similar oh. omnipotent narrator that's like, if you are the type of person who prays, you will pray for Harvey Kinkle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, I, I, I think the start of this book especially like the first couple issues um really is like the feeling we got watching wandavision at the start Mm. right where it's like oh it's this nice like perfect sitcom family but oh there's something really dark going on underneath all of this um and yeah, it's 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 a great companion piece. I'm glad we got to read this because we covered it a long time ago. Me and Paul All right. did on yes. the Whatnots podcast. And this is the first thing that we have brought back from the Whatnots podcast that we uh, we were like, hey, we're covering again this time more Melissa. Because <laughs> there was no 100% Melissa. more Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm glad I got to share this book with you. Mm-hmm. Um, any other kind of general thoughts on on uh, this? I think it's a good read. It's a fascinating, fairly standalone story. Like a lot yeah, of this absolutely. background detail I've absorbed via osmosis, hearing about it in you know in various Marvel breakdowns and theories and such, but. As long as you know, like, a couple names, a couple superpowers, like, if you've just seen some Marvel movies, I feel like you could start reading this and, you know, just accept that that's background information that isn't really specific to the plot. Everything you really need to know, they tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, definitely happening, like, within continuity and they. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to say they reference it, but there's like a few panels where it's like oh i can uh, understand that uh, 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 other things are happening when he goes to work you know for ah, the avengers yeah. and stuff like that but it's not like a oh well if you ha- haven't read that book sorry you know mm. uh, it's it's more like okay he's going off to work but that's not important for this story here so that's you know stay stay focused here so yeah it, it is a good self-contained story yeah. uh that I, that I i think yeah if 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 you enjoyed wandavision and are looking for something else to read that is similar this is it mm-hmm. oh, there you go uh with that Let's get into a little bit of housekeeping, uh, and then we can get on to spoilers and start talking about the book. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. I mentioned the Reactor 
core at the start. So hopefully you know that we have multiple <laughs> podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier where you guys can get all kinds of exclusive content from all of our shows. Um, we have a $5 tier, which gets you a shout out here on all of our shows. So thank you so much to Sam uh, for Thanks, being Sam. a big supporter. We love you a lot. Thank you. Uh, if you guys like Twitch and video games and all that stuff, we are live on Twitch three times a week, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Uh, we also record this podcast on Sunday, so I will be streaming, uh, on, <laughs> on, on Sunday night. But yeah, Wednesdays and Sundays are video g g games, uh, and then Friday nights we record The Captain's Log, one of our uh, 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 other podcasts. Uh, so be sure to check that out at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And don't forget to subscribe if you want to support us there. Uh, tier 1 subscription is about $4.99. However, if you have I I Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. You just have to link your accounts uh, and you get a free subscription to give away to the streamer of your choice. And we'd love that to be us because it's no extra cost to you and it's free money for us and that means we can do bigger and better things down the road uh so yeah that is i think about it for housekeeping i will say be on the lookout um we since we did some reactions for wandavision we will be doing the same thing for falcon and winter soldier however we will mm -hmm. be doing short ones so we will be doing them for every single episode Rather than a like, okay, here's part one and part two, mm. and that's it. It's just like there's going to be one for every single one. So be on the lookout for that as well. But with that, that ends housekeeping. So let's get on into spoilers. There we go. We're here. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to spoilers. Uh, so another fun fact about, about this. I mentioned when we watched uh, Hannibal that it was uh -huh. like, this is really strange because he's in Wolf Trap, Virginia. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. This book takes place in Fairfax, Virginia. I basically lived there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when, when they like the narration starts like that first page or two and it's like yeah the neighbors talk about the tr traffic on 66 mm -hmm. or the you know the the, the like i was like i yeah that's that's what happened that's what we talked about <laughs> at least that's what like my parents always talked about and yeah. stuff. um because that's what would happen is all the people who like worked in dc would live outside of it in fairfax yeah. or loudon county and and stuff like that and then they'd they'd commute into the city and stuff so this this is uh, another one of those things where it's like yeah this is my experience <laughs> <laughs> except uh maybe I, yeah. less murder right <laughs> right i'm glad you didn't encounter any murder uh <laughs> living in the, <laughs> the 
states surrounding Washington, D.C. You weren't, right, yeah. <laughs> you were farther out in Virginia. You weren't very, uh, how close were you to D.C.? Were you in the city? I was about, right? Yes. Uh, I was not in the city of D.C. I lived in Fairfax County. Okay. County. How far away is that? Uh, it's about the, the half an hour on a good day with no traffic. Um, okay. But I, I there, there's Fairfax County and then there's like Fairfax to like town, I guess yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't live in Fairfax, the town. Um, okay. But I, I was in Fairfax County. Okay. Some of these names sound familiar to me because uh, on X-Files, they went to a lot of places in the metropolitan D.C. area to solve various spooky crimes. Yep. Yep. They were probably <laughs> right around there. So. Good stuff. Um. So you mentioned the narration. I want to mm-hmm. talk about that because I, I, I don't think this book really has many like twists of, of, of what you would call like a traditional twist. Yeah. Except for argu- arguably this when when it's it like reveals who is narrating mm. at, at least the first half of, of this, yeah. this, this book. The, here. Um, the first so, part of it, especially because you don't know. Is this coming from a character or is this an omnipotent narrator who's not a character at all? So it is right. a surprise when you find out at the end that this is Agatha Harkness mm-hmm. narrating everything. So then when you get another narrator later on, you're in the mindset of, OK, who is this going to turn out to be? And those word bubbles are red. So you're like, is this Wanda? And it is. <laughs> in, the, in the end, yep. it is. The second one's a lot less of a surprise. But it's still utilized to great effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I liked it a lot because like it it does have that that like uh, 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 ominous feeling in the way that it's not just mm. like meanwhile you know like it's not it's not that it yeah. really does feel like someone is concerned like hey something is happening yes. here we need to be paying a t- a t- attention and that's. It's it's a really interesting way to narrate the the first mm-hmm. part of of the book, and then you find out what happened, and or, or uh, you you find out who's narrating it and why they're narrating it, and it, yeah, like you said, it's yeah, Agatha Harkness, but she has uh, eaten this leaf from I, I forget the name of the plant you mentioned the Wondagore Everbloom yeah the Wondagore Everbloom and you have to like eat the leaf once when you're hungry and then after a, the second t- 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 time after you've killed something uh or like somebody has to eat it after they're hungry because Sparky eats it and then Virginia right. kills him and eats it out of his stomach. Right. Yeah. But it gives her this prophetic vision of the future. Um, and mm. so she she sees it and she's just like, oh, no, this is bad. Like, this is not good. Um, and so she goes to the Avengers and is like, I've had a vision about the vision. Mm. 
uh he's about to murder you all uh, so mm. let's let's figure this stuff out and so yeah like it's it's about like halfway through the the book they reveal that it is her being like we need to go now avengers assemble that way go yeah <laughs> and the fact that she's had these visions gives her this very eerie foreboding in the future right. this will happen like you can tell whatever this narration is, it's coming from the future, but also there is an air of sort of uncertainty about it. Mm -hmm. She's like, these things are going to happen unless we do something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the second narration is Wanda recounting the, like the hidden side of things. Like this is everything Virginia was going through telling that to Viv, you know, after her, her mother's died. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, spo spo spoilers in, in their vision creates this family to go start a quote unquote mm. normal life. Uh, mm. And not all of them make it out alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was surprised. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So he makes uh, his wife, Virginia, uh, and then they have two kids, Viv and Vin. Um, and then they eventually get a dog, Sparky, uh, which we also got very to see good in WandaVision. Um, and Sparky did not make it out of WandaVision either. So <laughs> <laughs> bad times for Sparky's. Right. Sparky has not great luck. <laughs> bad luck. for Sparky. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, and they they really do just try to live a normal life right they, they have this white picket fence house uh he sends the kids to school uh the the wife just kind of stays at home while vision goes to work uh he is mm. kind of the avengers liaison into the white house um yeah and and yeah like it it, it seems normal and at the end of episode one or, or, or issue one, Nightmare shows up. Uh, this is the no, brother. It's, um, no, it's the Grim Reaper. Right, right. Yes. Thank you for that c correction. It is the Grim Who Reaper. Who is a, a nightmare? Uh, yeah. The, Lowercase in nightmare. This whole book is a nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Grim Reaper sh shows up and he seems to be just spouting nonsense. But the Grim Reaper mm. is the brother of Wonder Man, uh, who is who used to be a member of the Avengers, uh, was a member of the West Coast of Avengers and has since gone on to be a movie star. Um, mm. Which, uh, fun fact, there is the scene where Vision is finally conf confronted by all the Avengers outside of the yeah. prison. And in the background, oh. there's a billboard yeah. for a movie starring Wonder Man. And okay. he, he's the one that's, he's like looking down at the yeah. Vision in, in that thing. So that's, that's a neat little, little Easter egg. Um, I didn't put that together. I'm not familiar with Wonder Man. So Wonder Man Grim Reaper and I've heard about, but not Wonder Man. Interesting, because Wonder Man and the Vision are kind of tied together pretty intrinsically uh, because it was Wonder Man's brainwave patterns that were that was used to make uh, the Vision. 
Um, and, and so it like, it, I, I, I don't know exactly how that all came to be. I haven't read those stories exactly. Uh, but I, I, I know that they used his brain waves to put inside the vision and make him who he is. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, he, he, he was, I mean, he's not really in avenger you really need to know much about he's okay yeah he he's not super important except for that it was his brain Mm, okay um yeah uh, but uh he so grim reaper shows up seemingly spouting nonsense but he, he is he seems to be having an issue with the fact that his brother's mm. brain waves were used to create this robot, and he doesn't really like it that they are now trying to become normal and and stuff like that. It's like you're you're, you're a yeah. robot. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be ha- having this normal life. Um, and he seems to be un. Hinged and he is attacking uh, Virginia and the kids and the vision is not there. He's off doing something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Virginia has to defend herself and she sees her kids hurt and she snaps and kills him. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> that is the like twist of issue one where it's like, oh shit, she killed someone. Fuck, now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, things go off the rails very quickly. I figured it would be more of a slow burn. Like, first, it's you, the visions don't fit in at the PTA meeting or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, it starts smaller and then eventually it gets that rough. But this happens very quickly. And I was pleasantly surprised how little the vision himself really has to do with everything going so wrong. It's really Virginia who's well things seem to be happening. She to reacts him. to somebody attacking her. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be the other way around. Vision is screwing up things for his wife and kids, and no no, Virginia's screwing things up for the rest of the family. Not on mm-hmm. purpose, you know, this attacker comes in, she destroys him to protect her kids. She thinks this is not uh, what a normal mom does, so I can't tell Vision I did this. I'm gonna bury it in, I'm gonna bury the Grim Reaper in the backyard. Uh, nobody tell your dad. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. In in the backyard too. Not not like, hey, we need to like bring him down to to, to the river and get some cinder bullocks and a mm. tarp or something to you know to like. Nope. Just like yeah, the the backyard's fine. <laughs> No one will find him there. <laughs> he won't look. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, things things go wrong for Virginia. And then that spills into the kids life at school. Um, we, we, we find out that the, the, the people that they're making friends with are unfortunately tied to this um, through 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 certain actions but before Mm. we get to all of that the thing that i that i I think really really strikes me about this book that surprised me the first time i read this and once it clicked and i understood it i was just like oh this is genius um is the fact that it is these synthesoids they are these robots that are trying to be normal and they are anything Mm. but but in mm-hmm. their 
like not knowing how to be no normal they are the most normal people ever yeah <laughs> and and like it it's the like it's the idea that like we grew up on tv where every family is dysfunctional the the kids mm-hmm. don't want to be at the dinner t- t- table because there's some awkward argument g- going on or something mm. just everyone fights and things go wrong at school and at home and you know like and that's what's happening here in this book. And the whole t- time they're sitting there like, be normal. <laughs> uh, shit, be normal. <laughs> Bury him in the backyard. That's, we, do, we need to be normal. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it, it's just, it, it's, it's so funny, but it's so, it's so in a weird way poignant of, of like, hey, yeah. there, there, there really is no such thing as normal. Or maybe the, there mm-hmm. is, but the what what is actually normal is the fact that things go wrong, mm-hmm. right? And and yeah, I've I've been amazed at that because that's so, usually I mean it's not super deep when you think about it, but for a comic mm-hmm. book, it's pretty like that. That's not something you would typically <laughs> see in the avengers right or in justice league mm-hmm. or in a batman book like i this was a really interesting character to st- st- study is is what i love uh, about this 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 book here so yeah it's it's very complex and it's interesting to see this from a a robotic perspective you know we've got stories of like somebody yeah. with superpowers or somebody who's maybe an alien trying to fit in you know, a robot, the vision probably knows better than anyone to air is human. You know, humans are incredibly fallible. We make a lot of mistakes. We don't know the logical way out of anything. So the, the problem of this family trying to fit in and do human things and not make mistakes is really the trap that they're falling into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, you mentioned it's a horror book, I would also mm-hmm. put up sci-fi in a weird yeah. way because sci-fi always has uh, – I, I don't even – there's not like a definitive word you can call it. But they always are like one step away from what humanity is actually dealing with. And so it's a good uh-huh. – uh, me, me, like it, it's, it, 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 it's a good genre to kind of look at – humans or the human condition or whatever and comments on what is wrong with it or where we're going Mm. with it and stuff like that and that's exactly what this book is doing here because if if this was just a human family i don't think the message would be the same thing right of just like oh everyone's Mm. normal right it doesn't matter what's going (laughs) on like i think it would be more of a crime story if this was just a normal family and while it would still probably be good the fact that it's not i think makes it more interesting um like this is also sci-fi and it's also horror and it's a superhero comic and stuff like that so there you go thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot going on in this book there's there's so many there's a lot of symbolism 
Uh, one recurring theme that I thought was interesting is the kids are studying, uh, or at least Vin is. I don't know if Viv also has this class, but Vin is studying the Merchant of Venice right. in a in a literature class, and he really takes to this, and he's like reciting Shakespeare a lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, his uncle Victor's like, look, buddy, we all go through a Shakespeare phase, but you gotta do, you gotta do something else, right? He's, it starts with he's telling him like. Vin, you know, we can all hear you up in your room and it's it's nothing bad. It's normal. We all go through it. It's okay. It's but a like, great don't joke. Recite Shakespeare all the time. Because it 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 does that one whole that one whole page of like, look, you're yes. growing boy, but we can all hear you. <laughs> we know what you're doing up there. It's okay. Everyone does it. But maybe don't do it all the time. We and and then it's right. like the next p- 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 page. It's like, look, we know you like Shakespeare, but don't read it out loud all the time. Just like, oh right. god, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really sweet. I like how wholesome the kids are. Yeah. I like that the kids didn't really get into anything dark. It's things happening to them, or like things happening by accident. Yeah. Like when uh, CK, the boy that uh, th- that Viv is a crush on, mm-hmm. when she gets injured and she's out of school, he goes up to Vin and is like, hey, I, like I'm like i lab partners with your sister. I haven't talked to her in a, a while. Like We need to talk about an assignment. Can I have her number? And Vin like, doesn't understand. He doesn't want to deal with it. He doesn't want to talk about it. And I think he... Uh, like he tries to like push him away or something and like shoves him too hard. I forget yeah. exactly what he does, but like he, there's kind of an altercation and like they have to go to the principal's office and they're like, we're sorry. Like he doesn't know. He doesn't understand. Like that's the, the worst thing. Any of the kids do like, anything bad that they do is purely by accident and not even to, uh, to, le- to less of an extent that I feel like another story may take it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think if something like this had been a show, yeah, we would maybe get into some more altercations at school and Mm. focus on, like, what does it mean to be normal for a high school student, right? Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, But the, the, the way it gets tied in with them is, yeah, after Virginia murders the Grim Reaper, why, I mean, I... Murder is maybe a strong word. She did kill mm-hmm. him. It was self-defense. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, she ended up killing him. Um, like a- after she buries him, uh, like two, like a week later-ish. We don't know. I-, I don't know if we know exactly how long, but a week or so after, they uh, there's a f- phone that is in their mailbox, and they turn it on and virginia sees this video of her burying him and that is like the issue to reveal of like uh oh someone saw like this is not good now she has to deal with that mm-hmm. and we find out that the person blackmailing her that saw her is the father of the boy that viv has a crush on at at school and so when Virginia goes to confront this guy, uh, he ends up pulling a gun and she's just like, look, you you can't threaten me. Like, that's not going to work. And she doesn't say it, but she's mm. like she, in the back of her mind. She knows like, hey, I can phase like you shoot me and it, it, yeah, it'll just go you, right. You th- cannot th- shoot me. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and, and, and so like, she doesn't really say that, but as the commotion starts, his kid starts to walk downstairs and is like, Hey, what's happening? And that's when he shoots and it goes through her and hits his kid. And so he ends up killing his own kid by mistake and mm. it like just, like we said, things just get worse and worse and worse. And so now there's this second kid, Dinda, and so she's like, "Ah, oh, shit! Uh, knock out the dad, because like I, I need to, you know, shut him up some somehow." So she knocks him out enough to put him in a coma indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then yeah, Viv at school, the boy she fell in love with is now dead like not mm-hmm. there and she like keeps replaying her like last memory yeah. with 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 her um and or, yeah and it's just it's, it's just there's so much stuff happening and it's just like how can things mm-hmm. get even worse oh my god what yes. is happening and and they do they get worse <laughs> after this mm-hmm. um yeah i they i still think it's i'm still very fascinated by how things are getting worse from like one angle of the family it's not i figured this would have been either vision screws things up for this family he's created or all of them are messing things up but it really is just virginia and all in ways that like you really understand like she's a very empathetic character you feel bad for her you feel bad that she doesn't feel like she can reach out to anybody like when she kills the grim reaper in self-defense because he's attacking her family and she feels like she can't tell Mm -hmm. vision because that's not what a family would do i wanted her to like reach out to some other you know superhero mom like do you want to ask janet van dyne do you want to ask sue storm like there's got to be somebody else that you can talk to it's like a friend of a friend who's had to do that before yeah yeah they're, they're like i there there is uh there's a number of comics I've read where they do end up having support groups like that. Uh, in The Runaways, there's one of like people who used to be superheroes and then stopped and like like how to like move on with your life or, or yeah. stuff like that. Uh, in Spider-Man recently, there's been one for like ex-girlfriends of these people especially the ones that like knew their secret identity right and it's like well oh we still can't tell anyone so we can't really move on with our like we have this burden now yeah so that there there are there are things out there like that but yeah that's not what happens here in 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 this in this book uh but yeah you would think just like go talk to someone communicate do something yeah. <laughs> um but uh so while all that is brewing the cops finally get wind of all of this mm. and they end up questioning the vision uh they b- bring him to the police department and uh here we get another one of those ominous moments where they they they're they're questioning him and they ask him like was your whole family with you on this one night yeah he says yes which is a lie and he has no reason to lie like he doesn't know that all of this has happened yet 
but it, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things that like looking back it started with this like it started with this yeah. lie of just like if he had yeah, known like, or if she had spoken up like it like the lie would have had a different meaning or stuff like that but because he just blanketly just like was tr- trying to protect his family it went wrong <laughs> But that's and that's what you think is happening. You know, he doesn't know for sure that Virginia's gotten into this mess. But like they ask him, was your entire family home on the night that this incident happened? And he says, yes. And you can presume he's lying just to avoid any possible suspicion, you know, Mm -hmm. like even telling them like, oh, my wife had uh, she was meeting a, a business colleague. She was hoping to get a job. You know, like he doesn't tell them anything like that. Right, yeah. Which is the worst thing that you've seen Vision do. You don't imagine that he would do something like that. But it's still like, ah, I see this is like a little ripple. Like this is just like a little, a little stone in a pond and it's going to turn into something. Yeah, else. he has it's not no idea what it actually own. means yet. But, but then later yeah, yeah. you find out he wasn't lying. Virginia had recoded his memory ah, so that yeah. he sincerely remembered. Yeah, she was there. I did all of my family was home that night, officers. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. That is that is uh that that ended up being her plan of 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 like, well, I, mm. I need to just make him think that mm. everything is normal in case someone comes knocking. And yeah. they did. So it paid off for her kind of in that way of like, hey, it, it, you know, it got him to say, like, yes, we were all home because that's what he remembered um but i i i I, it's interesting because something like that can only happen in a story like this where they are robots right because again if this was just a normal family like that couldn't happen so there would be something Mm -hmm. else yeah going on there so it it makes you need robots or magic or something yeah. yeah, it makes for an interesting story detail of like, oh, she like screwed with his head and stuff like that. Yeah, they really put the story to work. It's not that the robot, you know, being a synthesoid, more specific than being a robot. Synthesoid, that, yeah. That, them, that that's a stand in for any other way that a family could be unusual, could have difficulties fitting in it's very specific to them being these non-human technological beings like you couldn't take an alien family and tell this same story right yeah yeah very specific to them uh but then things get worse we see uh victor mancha show up in this yeah. book uh this is a is a, I, I wouldn't say he's a, 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 anywhere near my favorite characters but he is a character that is near to my heart because he is a member of the runaways which is my yeah. like favorite marvel <laughs> you like comic. them yep i sure do uh yeah for- i hadn't heard of victor before but when they laid out his his backstory i'm like okay i can see where ex- he fits into things other teams that i've heard of yeah. yeah yeah they they do a very good explanation of who he is and how he fits in this story here um mm. and yeah i i love the 
Runaways, that is my go-to book to recommend to someone who has never gotten into comics before and wants to get into them. It is a Marvel co comic, but it takes place on the West Coast. So, you know, none of the other heroes are really around there. It's all brand new characters. You don't really need to know. You can start with, with issue one, and that is the start. Um, and it's written by Brian K. Vaughn, who is a fantastic writer uh he's written um of he's he, he writes saga if you're familiar with that book uh he wrote why the last man he was uh on the writer's room for lost uh he yeah, yeah he, he's he he writes a lot of great stuff um but yeah that is like if you know nothing about super heroes and want like a good starting point runaways is that book um but victor shows up because the runaways gets this like vision of the future where this like mysterious guy has defeated the avengers and they don't know what to do with him and his name is victor mancha and they go find him at the local high school and the book makes it seem like uh his father is dr doom at the start and and oh. you're like oh this is strange like i i don't know about that his dad must be dr doom and then no t twist is that his dad is ultron and that he's a robot Victor too. jr yeah um, <laughs> yeah i i something that was sweet in this book is that victor um and vision look at each other like brothers not just in like a flat logical sense like huh you could suppose that we are like brothers it's like no this is kids this is your uncle victor yep. he's gonna be staying with us we're gonna tell stories we're gonna go out to dinner i love that vision puts in an order and tells them don't make the food but in 45 minutes bring, bring me a bill. bill for the amount of food <laughs> that's so funny yeah yeah he's like let's go out 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 and eat because Victor, I, I, I feel like Victor has gotten that normal life he, from like when he was mm -hmm. created uh, to when he like his teenage years, he was raised by his mom as a normal person uh, and then mm -hmm. went with the runaways a lot less normal. Uh, but but still, like they went out and did things and had adventures and stuff like that. And then after yeah. the Runaways, he went out and did. He joined Avengers AI, uh, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is an all robot Avengers team. Ah. I think I don't know. I haven't read that book. Um, but yeah, like he's like he's more used to doing normal stuff. And you would think the Vision is too, but he I think at this point in his life is like over analyzing it of like oh, okay we need to be yeah. normal uh well robots don't eat so we shouldn't go out to eat because that wouldn't be normal so <laughs> like they just haven't <laughs> done that <laughs> i like i think for like virginia points out won't it be awkward and he's like well that's, that's kind point. of the point of it <laughs> yeah, like i think fun. he understands human fallacy to some degree i think he does better than the rest of his family yeah yeah absolutely I, I do like that it i like the introduction of victor to show that there are cool robots uh vision just isn't <laughs> one of them yeah vision's just always been a stick in the mud yep yep um so it, we eventually find out that it is the avengers at the request of Agatha Harkness uh, that has sent mm -hmm. Victor Mancha to 
the vision to uh, to see if if they can make contact and see if Agatha's vision is going to become true or not. Uh, mm. And that is when Vin finds him talking to Captain America, who yeah. at this point in the book, if you know, hardest, is Sam Wilson, the Falcon. Um, Good to see Sam. Yeah. So uh, he, he he's like, what? What's a, is that? That's Captain America. What? What's going on? He's like, he has no idea what this means. He just thinks it's neat. It's like, mm. oh, that's Captain America. Cool. What? Why? Yeah. How? You know? Uh, and something goes wrong. I, 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 I don't know exactly how to explain I it. Think, it's like. Yeah, I think Victor's trying to like quiet him down. Like he can't let vision no because he's been sent there uh sneakily but kind of honorably like we can't accuse vision of something that he hasn't done and that we don't know for sure that he's going to right. do victor you're his brother you know him you can get on the inside they're like we just need to find out what the situation is like the avengers are even if they are they genuinely of vision, care. they still yeah. He, yeah he's still their friend and they're trying to be as gentle as they can be about this which i appreciated Victor's like, oh, no, no, like you can't ruin this because like if this whole thing goes down, uh, then maybe Vision is going to wreck the world and we've ruined our one chance to try and stop it before it happens to keep our friend from becoming this terrible villain. And he's trying to like sort of freeze Vin where he is kind of like digital, like, you know, electrically hold him there or something. And he like hits him too hard again and just kills him. Basically, like, I, yeah, he overshocks his cognitive sensors. Yeah, so I, that's ultimately what happens is that Vin mm. is killed, that Victor kills him, but he doesn't mean to. And yeah. upon reading this book again, I kind of got the sense that maybe this this electricity thing that is ha happening in that room, I don't know if that was actually Victor. I I I think it was because there's the there's that whole thing about the vibranium that Victor is kind of fascinating addicted to the feeling that this vibranium gives him. But whenever he touches, yeah, I didn't know there was something vibranium could do. Something with him being a robot, specifically, just it's vibrating at a certain frequency. So I don't know. I don't get get it. But it's acting sort of like a drug to to him. And Victor has become addicted. And I I took it because when when he touches it, he there are these like the the same like blue electric sparks that is happening. So. If he's addicted, I'm assuming he's built up some kind of tolerance or immunity. Ah, yeah. And I think he had some in the house with him. And when Vin walked yeah. in, it was a large enough amount that it that it basically killed him. And he was like, "Wait, no, like don't yeah. don't fight this 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 thing because like because Victor was the one like stop it like don't fight this." Uh, so yeah, I, I was yeah. wondering if, like, is, is this somehow maybe a response that Vin is huh. doing? Like, can can he shut that off somehow? I, I'm not sure mm. exactly, but yes, what ends up happening is Vin is killed, um, mm. and, and there is the comic book. They, they all all of the co covers 
uh, in in this series are gorgeous and the the Beautiful, one like, yes. right after vin dies is like the trash bins uh lined up on the street it's these like bright colors it looks like a sunny day it's all happy and then you just see vin in the trash can it's just like oh uh-oh, that's no good <laughs> mm. um yeah, but, uh, and the, the the inscription says like here lies a vision, may it rest in peace. Right, yeah. Um so there's things a very sweet worse. scene. Yeah, yeah, and there's a very sweet scene soon after that where uh the vision goes to check on Viv and she's like praying at her bed. And she's like, I haven't started yet, Dad, if you want to join. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I this is what people do to try and make them feel better. So I thought I'd try it. And she's like, Well, I don't know if he had a soul or if there is a God. So that's what I ask for first. Please let there be a God. Please let my brother have had a soul. Please let the soul now rest in peace. It is very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh it, it it is this whole revelation that the Avengers have sent Victor to kind of it, it's again we mentioned they they do care for him but they went about it in this kind of sneaky way which yeah. Vision is taking offense at and he's like the mm-hmm. Avengers did this they were the ones that because of them my kid is dead like all all of this stuff uh, and. And uh, so he's very, very angry. And uh, the Avengers at this point have Victor in custody and he is in a prison cell somewhere. I forget what facility exactly, but he's being uh, kept in custody. It seemed like just just like at the county courthouse. It didn't seem like anything remotely super heroic, just like where we put any local criminal. We're in the jailhouse mm-hmm. now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's on his way to go confront Victor because uh, he's like, dude, mm-hmm. you killed my kid, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you, you can't just get away with this. Um, and this is where the Avengers confront him. And then they're, they're like, OK, buddy, hold hold your horses there. Uh, the things have gone terribly wrong. But let's mm. look on the bright side, <laughs> right? And then they're just <laughs> trying to be like, okay, calm down, Vision. Like, let's not do anything rash here. And he's he's on his way to go kill Victor. And he does make it th- through the Avengers. He, he beats them all up and moves in. And he's about to kill Victor. When we see from behind him, this hands go through him and pull out his little robot heart. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. just like, wait, what? And then it comes mm-hmm. back out and it is a Virginia. Virginia has made it to the prison and killed Victor herself. Um, and and, uh, and yeah, that's when like vision is now conf- confused of like wait w- 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 mm. it's that like spider-man meme of like yeah w- uh, uh, <laughs> you're you're here i'm here we're, we're the set what um, who's driving the bus right yeah and <laughs> and and so he's he's a bit conf- confused and then that's when we get the big reveal of what all has happened that she has messed with his mind which is why he lied to the cop uh because he genuinely thought it was the 
truth. Mm-hmm. But then she also changes the story a bit that she didn't bury the body, that she burned it, that all of like yeah. st- stuff is still not exactly mm. right. But we also found out that uh, she has basically poisoned herself. Um, yes. And she has she, like, the, she the knows, floating water vase of Zella. Yeah, which is this like it, it's it's a floating vase that looks like it's made of water. Uh, and yes. so like it's it's confusing at first. You think, oh, it's just an invisible vase. It's like, no, this special water is the v- v- vase, but no one can mm-hmm. put anything inside it because this yes. water is poisoned and eats like eats through things. It's like aesthetic. And um Yeah, so it's just this like decorative piece is basically yeah and like (laughs) that's what their neighbor agatha's narration says like this was the last thought to go through you know their neighbor nora's head as she died why was that vase empty then she explains that in order to make the vase what it is the the water is corrosive and she's like everybody asks what's the point of making such a vase and there's (laughs) there's no answer which is like the visions themselves to some extent if they are so focused exactly. on being normal and being perfect that's a destructive cycle you know they are corrosive there's right, nothing yeah. inside them they are perfect floating empty vases exactly vases. exactly yeah um yeah so she she drinks some of this water because she she i think at this point has realized i'm the one that screwed things up I'm mm. the one that has gone wrong, right? Like we shouldn't be doing this. It's not normal for murder and lies and all, you know, like that. that's not good. And that's not what the vision needs. And so she kills herself slash sacrifices herself slash. Yeah, she drinks kills Victor to the water. Like she she takes care of it all. So that vision is still yeah. guilt free like he hasn't done a thing yeah. he hasn't murdered anyone he was he was angry and about to but up until like this end of the book he still hasn't done a thing um right because she reveals that everything that he has done was her rewriting her his yeah. memory rewriting his personality making him more aggressive making him want to kill victor and you fight the avengers yeah and she drinks the water Vision says you can phase out of it. You can fa- move your body and leave the water floating here over the couch while you're where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's already started. And like, I need to do this. I'm not going to drag you down. You, you and Viv can still lead your semblance of a normal life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a sad ending like it's 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 difficult i i I think to pin point a specific feeling that this ending gives you but but it is definitely tragic right it's sad but i also don't feel bad for her because of all the things that she did like she screwed things up royally like this is this really is mm-hmm. all all your fault <laughs> like it <laughs> but it she might not have started good out good intentions like that. right yeah like you had good intentions yeah like but this is Ah, man, like just no one communicated like. Right. Yeah, it's I think it makes it a stronger story for her to have good intentions and it is self-defense and it is misunderstandings and mistakes. And I didn't think my powers were that strong. And 
all of that stuff. Yeah, I like that uh, she still stays a good person, but also she is the one actively making the mistakes. Like I said, I thought this would be vision messes up life for his wife. And the fact that his wife is she's messing things up. But in doing that, she is the more active character of the two of them. I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So in the end, the vision is saved by his wife, Virginia, um, Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. passes away. So now the only family that's left is Vision and Viv. Mm -hmm. Single dad. Teenage (laughs) girl. Single dad, Mm -hmm. the vision. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then but then the I think the final couple of pages, you see him crafting another robot body and it's vague enough the, you know the synthesoid form that you can't tell is he making another partner is he making another child what is this who is this yeah which what I, is I, his intention i don't even know if this if that plot thread is brought back up in another book i i don't think huh. that really ever panned out um i could be wrong i i i don't know um but yeah, just off, off the. Does Viv top of my head. continue to appear in another title? She does. Uh, she ends up Good. joining the the champions, which is like the Marvel version of the Teen Titans. So she's there with like <laughs> Miles Morales and Nova, okay. and uh, I think he, like there's. Uh, I think Amadeus Cho is on the team. Ah. And I don't know who else, but yeah, there, there, there's, uh, it's like young superheroes. <laughs> Why do we need another young superhero team that isn't the Young Avengers? Or did the Young Avengers come later? I know there is a team called Young Avengers, and that seems like it would encapsulate everything you need. Young Avengers were all also around. They, I would say, are older now. They're, they're like, uh, <laughs> that, like, so young younger right like they, they they used to have the teen titans and then they eventually dropped the teen so it's just the titans because it's like we're 18 okay. and 23 like like i'm not a teen uh, anymore you we know can but drink we're beer still, now we're still the titans right yeah so uh, they they had young okay. avengers uh and wiccan was on that t- 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 team uh which is uh one of wanda's kids um mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if Speed is really on that team. I, I he it's it's weird. The Billy and Tommy are both like characters in the Marvel universe, but you really only hear about Wiccan. Like you really only hear about. Yeah, I got him. the Im- I got the impression that like Speed is out there. You know, he can he's a superhero. He does superhero stuff, but he's just like not as in the forefront. He mostly is off doing his own things. Not at all. Not at all. I I just read through Empire, which was a recent kind of uh, Avengers slash Fantastic Four crossover event thing. Uh, and it involves Wiccan and Hulkling um, at, at, at mm. the book because uh, he grows up to be gay. Um, and and mm. uh, so they 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 have a bit of a romance is, go, 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 going is on. hulkling amadeus cho or is that another person it's a different person and actually a little bit deceiving he is half scroll 
he's not actually like oh. Hulk related, uh, but okay. he is still like big and green. Um, yeah, okay, he's, all right. he's, he's half Cree, half scroll. Wow. So the, the name is a little bit deceiving there, but uh, yeah. Yeah. There you huh. go. Okay. There's, there's that. But yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of teams running around. Um, I need a map of teams. I only know like the big ones. <laughs> little bit of, uh, I didn't, yeah, I guess you could say it's a spoiler. A little bit of a spoiler. Uh, but uh, Victor does survive. He is not mm. actually dead. He shows back up again in the Runaways book as a disembodied head. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love a disembodied head. It's great. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's a good character. So there's um, I want to say that the scene where Agatha is talking to like all of these other all these superheroes like, guys, we got to keep an eye on the vision. We got to do something. I was really proud of myself because there were only like three people in that big panel that I could not name. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm growing so every day. You you mentioned a little Fantastic Four e e Easter yeah. egg. Yeah. Do you want to mention that? <laughs> I do. It's really early on. I don't even remember the context of it anymore. But somebody's saying I just got shot at by a bunch of cows. It's like those are the scroll cows, the scroll who debuted in like I, Fantastic Four issue three in like 1962. I think it was they Victor like tricked them when they into were like explaining like who Victor is and all of the stuff that he's uh, done. I, I think it was them. him. But yeah, it was in one of those, earlier. those I don't know. flashback things. It's somebody's yelling about being attacked by a cow. And I'm like, that's the scrolls who were transformed into cows. They finally woke up all this yeah. time later. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. Out of so few Marvel comics that I have read uh, for that to come back. You you officially had your your Captain America moment of I understand that <laughs> reference. I understood that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah they like they they have some oh, there was some also, real heartening there was another moments. very specific reference i was very proud of myself for recognizing and that somebody just like i think they're talking about a sort of jobs vision is to run off and go do and he's not there with his family one of them it's like i have to go deal with a star jammer and i'm like i know what yeah. a star jammer is <laughs> thanks jay and miles <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, there, there, there are there are some good heartening moments in in this book. Mm. Either they make you laugh or they make you tear up and be like, "Oh, that's sweet!" Like I, I, I like yeah. this. Like, I, I re really, really do enjoy this, 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 this book because there, there is a lot of mm. de 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 depth here in in these twelve issues. Uh, and this is the thing that put Tom King on the map for me. Um, he had been writing a book over at DC before this. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. I've heard good things. I haven't read it, though. It was with, like, a lot of lesser-known characters. Um, but after this, he went on to write Batman and did a really long run on Batman. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, for the most part, it had its ups and downs, but he does the same kind of thing where he he really likes to do these long, in-depth character studies 
of like wh- nice. what what makes Batman Batman? What why does he think the way he thinks? What what is Batman uh you, you know when he's in love? Does that change the Batman? What is you know what's 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 going on there? Um I've really enjoyed it uh and currently he's writing a book called Batman Catwoman uh and they are bringing back uh the Phantasm. I have the poster right above no! here Batman Mask of the Phantasm uh, but they are reintroducing her or I guess introducing her into the comics um, so it, it, there you go and I guess spoilers it's a girl uh, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's working on that right now he's also writing a Rorschach comic for oh. DC uh, so if you're fans of Watchmen and stuff like that. He's doing something with that. I've been buying it. I haven't started it yet, though. But mm-hmm. I am enjoying his work for sure. Nice. Yeah, I really liked how this was written. I loved. Uh, we talked about the narration. There's one scene where Vision is being when he's being interrogated by the police about you know there was a a murder in your neighborhood. Where were you and your family that night? Where it's He's in his head or like it's like Agatha talking about how he would be in his head thinking about it's said over and over again. Vision has saved the world 37 times and it's him listing the 37 times he has saved the world from all of these foes. And it's like Ultron. uh, Ultron again. (laughs) Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. uh, Kang. Ultron Ultron again. again. (laughs) I know ultron was that prevalent he will, i know he does more in the comics than like the movies have gotten to show us but i know it was like oh every week ultron's around ultron does the typical robot thing of like right when he's about to die he sends his consciousness or whatever uh, it is into the Dr. internet Modius, and yeah. builds himself a new body so yeah that's why you'll hear like this is ultron 5 or this is Ultra- ultron <laughs> 28.2 version one <laughs> right um yeah like he he he, he gives himself patch notes <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's that's why that's why he ends up coming back a lot so that was entertaining i like that even if this is a fairly standalone story where you don't need to know a lot about the comics around it or before it to read it uh if you know a little bit more it it's fun. Like you spot yeah. the Easter eggs, like the scroll cows and it gets you, it gives you little bits for you to keep an eye out for in the future. One of my favorite parts of this book is the beginning when the neighbors come over to visit and they're just, the visions are just showing off all the gifts that other superheroes have given yeah. them like this. I've read who gave them that water vase of Zell law, but like they've got a lighter that Captain America used in 1943. Piano they've from got Wakanda this, that's yeah, all the vib- made of vibranium <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 And it's got like the lid up, but the lid is in the shape of a panther. So it's like you can't close that over the piano. The piano's not panther shaped, only the <laughs> lid is. Yeah. I'd read an entire book that's just a. Uh, a library of superhero keepsakes and gifts like that stuff like that's always my favorite that's why i like a superman story it's like all the stuff he has in the fortress of solitude yeah yeah. 
that stuff is wonderful or, or, or like when you really get, get a good look at all the stuff batman has in yeah. his Batcave. like big penny that from that thing oh oh there's that guy there's that yeah. guy's mask you know uh yeah they have all of these souvenirs and stuff like that it's good it's fun mm-hmm. uh i want to talk about the art for a bit because I, I yeah. think one of the most important things about this book is the art. And the art does a mm. great, great job of also giving you this feeling that something is wrong. From mm. the, Like I mentioned, the covers of this book, they're b- bright and sunny. It all looks like leave it to beaver, peaceful and happy <laughs> and like, ah, oh, gee willikers, you know? And, and then mm-hmm. you open up the book and it's darker. There's thicker lines. They're not, I, they're not scratchy, but that like they, they have this depth very shadowy yeah like like yeah i was often struck by yeah i was often struck by how dark their house was like you i understand you're probably pretty good eyesight but like you guys don't want to turn more lamps on (laughs) right i mean that yeah i I guess that's the thing that they they they're robots they can see in the dark they're synthesoids i know people are yeah 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 yelling at me online synthesoid kyle i know i know yeah. I, I just i like robots okay um robots it's a fun word to say robots good old-fashioned robots um robots. But the, the, i think the thing that stood out to me in the artwork uh was not only how dark and sh- and shady it was but just how empty the faces yeah were um because we like if if you're coming from uh the mcu paul bettany does a very very good job of being stoic but at the right time Mm -hmm. still somehow emoting a lot like yes like with with not much and i think this does something similar um except there is like a hollowness like they really feel like they are empty like this is just a yeah. hollow shell and it it, it like, adds to, to <laughs> this whole like haunting feeling of just like something's yeah. wrong with these guys yeah like vision in the movies he's got paul bettany eyes <laughs> yeah, right, in, yeah in any form but like these guys just like these open staring like white circles yeah yeah these gaping mouths they're very like they're unsettling looking, but they're also endearing. Like the kids always look a little puzzled. It's very right, yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I I can't do this thing up in my room that all growing boys do. Uh, read <laughs> Shakespeare. Boys love. <laughs> they love Iago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not a big Shakespeare. Yeah, I, I guess I, I shouldn't say I, I, I'm not a big fan. I, I, I don't know enough about mm-hmm. Shakespeare to say I'm a fan or not. And this is um, doesn't the Merchant of Venice a, kind of oddly mirror some of the things that are happening in this? I don't know. I took a Shakespeare class in college. I've studied. A de- I was an English major. I studied a decent amount of Shakespeare. Yeah, I missed this one entirely. We just didn't have room for this one in my classes. You know, there's other stories I know really well, yeah. but Merchant of Venice with, um, they said Iago, that's not even it. That's Othello. I forget this guy's name, but yeah, I don't know anything about Merchant of Venice. Big blind spot the, for me. The, the one thing that, I mean, the, we, the 
passages that we do get that are in this book does make it seem like there is at least a theme mm. or a a part of the book that questions this like yes i just like you don't i fit in with you with with you yeah and it's another um, one of those things it's just like, uh, ah, great de detail you know Right. But it's it's the quote about like, if you cut me, do I not bleed? Which, you know, from it's a Jewish character saying this in the play. To, I suppose non-Jewish characters, like I said, I don't know with anything about Merchant of Venice. I don't know if it's even all in Venice. No idea. 50 bucks that there but is a merchant in, in the book. Yeah. Somebody sells <laughs> something to another character. Yeah. $100. <laughs> I, um. Yeah, that's a very telling, uh, it's a very poignant line for one type of living character to say to another, you know. Uh, but for these synthesoids, they do not, they're like the one character who doesn't bleed. Yeah. Like that yeah. speech would have played a lot differently, like I said, if it was a, a family with superpowers or a family that was aliens or, or creatures of some kind. But the fact that it, that specific passage is, chosen for this story about the one characters that don't bleed the one characters that that can't be true of yeah. you know it's like am i not a man i guess by that definition no if we cut you you don't bleed <laughs> yeah no uh it like it it's it, it it's another one of the like recurring themes of this book where it's like it fits but it doesn't right mm. um and yeah, it's it's a good scene because I I remember being in middle school and high school and latching on to things like that, whether it was a mm. TV show or music or song lyrics and stuff, and just being like, "This is dope. I relate to this. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm all about Shakespeare yeah, now. <laughs> I've done it with other things. Like I got really into a Henry the Fourth." stage in college <laughs> but merchant of venice don't know that one yeah yeah good stuff i love the artwork in 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 this book it is fantastic um yeah this is as as you guys can tell because when i first read this book I, I i think i read it through less than um legal means <clears throat> uh mm -hmm. but yeah I, I loved it so much that the first thing i did was like i need the hardcover of this the deluxe the deluxe edition which i don't know if you guys can tell on camera here if I it's can hefty let's see uh it looks like shadow but there are like two different colors on the pages here Oh. The, the lighter color is all of the 12 issues there. And then this back half, the like dark, darker pages, is the entire script of the book and sketches wow. and stuff like that. Of like, here's the like thumbnail versus like the pencils. And then we inked it and colored it and stuff like that. And they do that for the entire script. Um, wow it's that's it's something. wonderful yeah yeah nice um, I'd, i think this is a book i would also buy a, a physical copy of whenever i'm able to shop more go out to stores you know in person more comfortably like i go. would love to hit up my local comic book store and just pick up the physical version of you know my favorite things we've read on the show indeed indeed 
uh, let's see. Is there anything else that I want to mention about the vision before we wrap up? No. I think that's about it. Do 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 you have final thoughts? Last no. things, <laughs> last things you want to say? It's good. It is good. I, oh, yes, there is actually one more thing I want to talk about that we haven't mentioned yet. The uh, time we got to spend, the like issue or so we got to spend uh, with Scarlet Witch, with Wanda yes, herself. Yeah. There, there's another really, really poignant moment in in that that I think is re- really sweet. Uh, where they are, it's it, it's a flashback to when they're on the West Coast Avengers, uh, and they are doing their whole superhero dinner party that uh melissa you and i talked about on the captain's log uh (laughs) Um, but uh yeah they're sitting there and we get to see a little bit of wanda and vision's relationship and what that was Mm. like and we get to see it kind of at its end where things are falling apart Mm. and she ends up going from the vision to wonder man which again yes. we mentioned that it's wonder man's brainwave patterns that was what created the vision so it is one of those things of like you're kind of looking for the same thing and she recognizes that it, and again, yeah. again it goes back to that theme that i just mentioned like it fits but it doesn't it's like he's he's you but he isn't you Right. Yeah. Like it's it's someone else. And then she uh, she I, 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 I guess she went to Tony Stark or wh- whoever, uh, but she got her brainwave patterns put onto a flash drive or something and was like, mm-hmm. this is for you so that maybe you can make someone who is me but is not me. And those are the brainwave yeah. patterns that he used to make Virginia. Um, mm. So it's like, oh, that's sweet. Like he, like he still, like he still yeah. likes her, but he know, right? Like he knows it's not, it's the like, okay, we're not gonna work anymore. Maybe mm. or at least right now for a good long time. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go do my own thing. Um. And so, yeah. And, uh, I, I guess this also raises questions about uh, Scarlet Witch and what she would do in certain situations. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> bury it in the backyard. That's how that's how we I save feel, the day. I feel like if she, if she killed a guy, she'd tell somebody. <laughs> she <laughs> just magic the whole thing away. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough hexes on the house. Yeah. Right. Grim Reaper wouldn't even get over there. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, that was the last thing that I want to mention there because that was a sweet moment. Yeah, yeah, there was a a nice look back. Uh, I like to spend that time with them. I like to see them making out behind a tree while the Avengers are fighting somebody in a street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we better get over there. Tony's calling for us. <laughs> like the, the, I love their their dinner where it's like them and Pietro and. Wonder Man and Agatha and Bova, <laughs> the counters. <laughs> and now they're like, I don't know much about Marvel, but I've heard about Bova and now I'll never forget Bova. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I guess the, the creepy thing that, that then t- turns this whole thing on its head is that he then tried to, well, I, well, it's not he tried to, but she's like, Vir- Virginia still has these like memories of her, like so yeah. It, it's it, yeah it's still it's she she's really only in love with the vision because of the memories that wanda mm. had there so it is still this like tragic thing of like well does does she really love him i don't know mm-hmm. but we'll see <laughs> as much as she loves anything but yeah Go. There you I like go. I like when she's trying to have sexy times with him and she comes out of the bathroom in this lingerie <laughs> and then phases straight through the lingerie and I guess the lingerie just falls in a pile to the ground. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And Vision <laughs> just like d- does 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 not compute. <laughs> like he's trying to keep saying what he was trying to say, but he's messing it up and he's distracted. Yeah, it's fun. Robot boobs. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff uh well there you go that is the vision by tom king gabriel hernandez waltza and colors by jordi belair do you have recommendations if people liked this what else should they go check out i think besides uh, wandavision the obvious one that's yes. out right now so uh, like I mentioned earlier, this did kind of remind me of the chilling adventures of Sabrina in that we have that same eerie, omnipotent narrator. Uh, <laughs> it's really there to put you on edge. Oh, I know you own this one. Oh, no, no. Um, I, I, oh, I, what are you I'm, what are you grabbing? One of my. Uh, OK. Yeah, uh, I this also weirdly reminded me of Futurama. Which oh. has a, a major robot character, our friend Bender. Little Bender, yeah. Futurama, it's a, it's, a, it's a comedy, but it also takes itself very seriously as a sci-fi show, as speculative fiction. Mm-hmm. And as funny as it is, it also takes these inquisitive and very emotional looks into these sci-fi principles and how they apply to these characters' lives and their feelings. And the, you know, the question of, does Bender have a soul? Yeah. It comes up a few times. Yeah. Inter- interesting thought um so the first book i want to recommend as is actually one i do not have here with mm. me uh i should look up who it's by let's see it's entitled alex and ada it's an independent comic okay uh from what are their names jonathan and sarah or it's uh jonathan luna and sarah vaughn um, and it is about it's it's like a sci-fi story about uh, this guy who gets a like a robot wife. It's one of those okay. like you can buy them online and they're completely lifelike yeah. and they sent, you know, they get sent to to you and they, you know, they'll they'll do whatever you want and all of, all of that stuff. And he ends up falling in love with his robot and wanting to like run away with her and and stuff like that but it's also taking place in the midst of uh this crackdown on robots and like they're Mm. like they're starting to become illegal because there is the whole like uh story of like a robot killed someone therefore all robots are bad and they should be illegal yeah and so there is this like um 
them on the run in the midst of this of this love story and and stuff like that. And it was it, it's a pretty good book. There's a it's like 15 issues long. I I think I read it all in like two sittings. Um yeah, it, it was entertaining. Entertaining. Mm. So that's more robot love stories, things going wrong, stuff like that. Um let's see let's see my next one is the one the book that i just picked up off of my shelf here Mm. this is another book by tom king this is mr miracle um this is a like 12 issue mini series exactly uh like what he did with the vision this is a dc comics character um mr miracle was the uh is one of jack kirby's creations okay he grew up on apocalypse uh was basically the adopted son of uh of dark side um i guess not not adopted long story short dark side <laughs> and the equivalent of the like of Odin from the Marvel universe, they were always at war, and to build a truce, they swept, they swapped sons, first born sons. Yeah. So this is all about Mister Miracle, the one that grew up on Apocalypse under Dark Side, and he fancies himself as an escape. He fancies himself as an escape artist, and so he's made it to Earth. He's been on Earth for a long time. He's been a member of the Justice League in the past and all of that stuff. And this is a similar thing where it's uh, Mr. Miracle and his wife, Big Barda, um, who is amazing. Uh, And they are, it's, it's, what, what I loved about this book is that it is them having very mundane like relationship uh, c- 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 conversations in the midst of them doing all of these like super heroics and <laughs> and stuff like that. So as they're off fighting wars and stuff, they're sitting there like, uh, so you think we need another babysitter? Uh, the one we had last <laughs> week was, you know, and they, they, like it's in the midst of, and it's just it's it's another like interesting character study of like what it's like to be in a relationship while you are in another dimension and fighting all of these bad guys like what <laughs> what is that like yeah like, like, when do you yeah. have time to have these conversations and and stuff like that and i loved it um the art is by mitch gerards um and yeah i i love this book and it it, it also has one of those those things of like i feel like something is really wrong here in Mm -hmm. in the midst of all of that um the artwork is fantastic it is incredible um and i i would highly recommend this book as well and just looks neat it's like pink and lime green on the hardcover it's awesome so that one is also by tom king so there you go that's what i would recommend nice melissa next week 
Alan Busby will be joining us. He is one of the oh. hosts of Crossplay, um, and he he has picked out something for us to 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 watch. Ooh! Here. So instead of doing our normal pitches, uh, he yeah. is he he's he's already picked something, and it's it is going to be season one of My Hero Academia. Which oh. is a hit anime, um, and I I've actually seen season one before. I have to say I wasn't as hot on it as a lot of p- people are, but this this has like taken the world by storm. Everyone loves it, this show. It sure did. I watched the first two episodes i think okay it was which wasn't enough to form a very strong opinion but i was like okay yeah all right yeah like i (laughs) so i i i feel like i'm missing something like even after i've seen season one i still felt like i was missing something of like why people really really enjoy this uh and this is one of his favorites uh so i'm excited to jump back in and and see if i can figure out what i missed um so let's see season one let's see there are 13 episodes uh and i if i'm not mistaken it's it's either on netflix or hulu i I don't remember which one there but it's 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 on uh fairly common streaming services there but this is nice let's see uh let me go back back over here so i can get the synopsis here the series focuses on izuki midoriya a young man who dreams of becoming a hero despite being bullied by his violent childhood friend katsuki bakugo uh for lacking a quirk uh i guess a quirk in their universe is like a super power uh both youth yes idolize one of the world's greatest heroes all might uh who they both met with uh izuki being one of the few to know of a critical injury all might has been concealing from the public eye to maintain morale all might also reveals the nature of his quirk one for all and passes it down to Izuki to succeed him after seeing the youth's determination to face danger um, or in, in the face of danger. So as Izuki begins his path to becoming a hero in attending UA high school alongside Bakugo uh, and the friends they make in class a one a nemesis of the one for all users named all for one conditions his apprentice uh tamura uh shigaraki to destroy the current society and its heroes um so this is an interesting one because we don't get very many uh like japanese superhero stories there are a number That's of them true, yeah out there uh but we we don't get many 
in in the in the, in the style of more like western style superhero yes. yeah. heroes uh so that is uh, what is really really interesting about this story at least to me i know everyone loves it uh so i'm excited to jump back in and see if we can uh fall in love with this story mm-hmm. oh, there you go that is what we will be up to next week season one of my hero academia alan busby will be joining us it's gonna be a good time uh but with that melissa where can they find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about a weird old kids show you feel like only you remember. Uh, we've just released our episode on Cubics, Robots for Everyone. There you go. More robots. <laughs> so if you want to hear me talk about more robots, yes. Good stuff. You can go there. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe. Uh, you guys know the deal with all of that. And if you have some nice words to say, please go rate and review us. That would help us out a ton. Uh, and it will help spread the word to lots of new people, uh, which means potentially we can make bigger and better things the more support we get. So uh, help us spread the word because that would be lovely. Wonderful. I was about to like mix those mm -hmm. words. Wonderful. <laughs> you can do whatever Wolfly. you want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wolfly. There you go. Marriage. Uh with that, <laughs> with that, we will be getting out of here. This has been number 147? 147 40. of the Whatnots Review Show. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.